If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, March 7th. Uh, my name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for backpacks. My name, that's random. Well, I just thought of how convenient they are. Allow you to have hands-free transport of any small goods. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, what a concept. Yeah, I will say I got... Even though I don't know the last time I actually used both straps on a backpack. Normally, I just have one over my shoulder, which keeps slipping down, and I got to do this, but still. I have a belt bag, also formerly known as a fanny pack, that I don't wear around my waist. Okay. But I throw it over my head, like, you know, the cool millennials that are trying to be younger like me. And it's so nice to not even to have to be able to carry out all of my things and have both hands free. I it's amazing. Am, I, it's so exciting. I'm so sad that fanny packs went away. Well, technically they didn't. I know they didn't, but I'm not. I, they I'm, did in my heart. But I'm not. They, they went out of fashion. Did your mom used to wear one? No. My mom, I feel like in the 90s, wore one all the time. I think my grandma did too. They were hot. You know what? I think I'm going to try to find a fashionable fanny pack just because Ellie's- You can can use my belt bag. Ellie's a little hiker now. It's too fancy. I'm talking about for even just going to the park with Ellie. It's only a matter of time before we're going to need a Band-Aid. You know what I mean? Or- just put your, I always get nervous when um, I go for a hike. If I put my car key, my car key, I don't think has ever once fallen out of my pocket. Oh my gosh, that would be a, that would be horrible. But for some reason, yeah, you can buy those things that I bet my parents have one. The little that travelers wear. Yeah, I don't want you know? that. I want a fanny pack. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try to find a fashionable fanny pack. And just and if anybody asks, it's gonna be my dad bag. Yeah. I yep. stick with the backpack. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for, I totally forgot. Um, you said earlier our co-working space and, oh, and the people yeah. who work there. I am. I'm super grateful for our co-working space. I, the people there, I'm going to do my best to describe this in the correct way. If they weren't so genuinely nice, I would think they were part of a cult. Yeah. I, I'd like to think that I'm someone that would recognize if someone was trying to like feed me the Kool-Aid, you know? Yeah. And I don't get that vibe from them. I know. Exactly. I, they're so nice. It's like, they're just nice and they're happy and they're happy to be alive. You know, they remind me of a little bit. And I mean, this was zero disrespect. This is the ultimate compliment coming for me. They remind me of my dog, Blair. They wake up every day. They're excited to be alive. They're excited for the adventure. They're into it. And nothing about it is fake. Almost any good mood dog. Lily. Yeah. Any dog. Yeah, she does get grumpy from time to time. But I know what you're talking about. Just a dog that's, if you throw a tennis ball, they're like, whoa, a tennis ball. But if you throw a stick, they're like, no, a stick, yeah. Love stick. (laughs) If you throw a, you know, and you can't help. Whoa, a Nerf football, my favorite. And the thing about Blair is, she would make everyone smile because people would see that stupid look on her face, 
because she was happy and she would, you know, I would like roll down the windows for her and she would stick her out of the window and she would have the biggest smile on her face. Like, I'm happy to be alive. And that's what the even people- if it, Even if it was pouring rain, she's like, this even is the it, greatest. That's what the people at our shared workspace is like. But it's so authentic that you have to smile because right. nothing about it is annoying, which is weird, but you know, they're great. And they bring me joy every day, which is why I like going there. We have, Callie, we have a liar in our midst. <laughs> and it is either our child or our child's teacher. We had a parent-teacher conference last week. And parent-teacher, I mean, okay, for preschool, it's like nothing. You sign up for five-minute incre- increments. You pick up their artwork. I always feel a little weird, like I should be asking more questions. I don't really have a lot to say, but we ask, we've done this twice now and we go in and we say, how's Ellie doing? Is there anything we need to work on at home? That's pretty much it. That's it. That's it. Five minutes in and out. I think I, I think both times I said, has she ever bit anyone? Does she poke people? Is she violent? Is she a good friend? Is she kind? And the, and every time they say, no, she's so sweet. She gives people hugs and they get hurt. They, they told us this week that she um, helps when she, if she finishes her stencils, and if somebody sitting near her is struggling, she goes over and helps them hold the stencil or hold the pen so that they can finish it, which I think is sweet. As long as it's not in the... You're not doing it right. <laughs> do it my yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, do it my way. But yeah, so I thought that was really sweet. Um, but they give, you, they give us a, a, a written... It's just a couple paragraphs, but it says, these are the things that we're working on in class right now, blah, 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 blah. Here are some things that Ellie really enjoys. And one of the things was hopping on one foot. And I- News to both of us. I had never seen Ellie hop on one foot. And so we've asked her to hop on one foot and she hasn't done it for us. She can jump. And she also, have you seen her try to skip? It's the cutest thing. She tries to <laughs> skip, so maybe that kind of counts. She doesn't really get two feet off the ground. She does now. I mean, it's an inch, but she jumps with both feet. Yeah. But she doesn't. If we ask her even to stand on one leg, she just jams one leg out like it was broken in a nasty bike accident. I feel <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe they were thinking of another kid. Right. I think, which isn't a huge deal. Like, that's fine. They've got 13 two-year-olds in there. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to remember every single little thing. The day is chaos. I'm surprised we even get a report. I'm surprised they even know Ellie's name, to be honest, because thinking about wrangling 13 two-year-olds, it, like, blows my mind. I can't believe that people are good at that. Somebody that we follow on Instagram, that I follow on Instagram, has... Uh, son that's about Ellie's age. And every now and again, she posts a screenshot. They get a daily, she gets a daily report from her kid's daycare. What? It says how many times he went potty. Uh, if they went outside or stayed inside. If there was a, like she posted one, there was there was a beef between him and another kid during activity time where the other, a, a kid accidentally elbowed him in the cheek or something. Oh no. He cried. So they just, they Say, hey, that, you cried today. But then they hugged it out. Like, right. That was all in there. And yeah, I don't, I, I, I kind of, I mean, part of me thinks it would be really neat to have that much detail, but part of me also just, I don't want to know. I enjoy the Ellie Mad Libs that we get. Yes. Where we're like, Ellie, 
um, what happened at school today? And the story that we get is that she was on the slide and someone was throwing sticks down the slide, but it was really funny and not sad. And then separately, another girl cried and a fire truck showed up for one of the kids, which I, I can't imagine that's true, but that's a more enjoyable story to me than, oh, there was a fire drill today and, or. Well, I think the fire truck, you keep wanting to dismiss that, but I think it's very possible because their school is one block from a fire station, a fire station. Mm -hmm. And it's possible that one of the kids moms or dads works at the fire station or right. knows that maybe it was their birthday and the fire truck just pulls in mm-hmm. and turns its lights on for 10 minutes. The class comes out and yeah, whatever. I mean, come on, you're in kindergarten, you're, you're in preschool, you're in first grade. Those kind of things happen. It's the best stories ever. A lot of them involve like somebody being poked in the eye, which There's- I don't know why Ellie likes stories about people being Poked in the eye. Um, and then <laughs> I think this I one. A, I have a theory on the poked in the eye thing. What? I think somebody got poked in the eye at school. Mm-hmm. And she just, now anybody who gets hurt got poked, poked in the, in the eye. eye. Right. Okay. That's but, my theory, but I don't know. She also likes to t- talk about poop on a hill, poop on the hill, which I think is because we try to get our dogs to go potty like on the hill that's in our backyard. That's like their area. And then, but when she's telling stories and these are like big exasperating stories, they all weigh in with, and then he climbed on the hill and pooped on the hill. Yeah. So whether it's the firefighter or. Oh yeah. Whoever was the, the uh, protagonist of the story, the firefighter, the kid at school who got poked in the eye, her teacher, uh, the guy who unloads everybody from carpool and directs traffic. Whoever the the protagonist of the story is, is always the person who has something to do with the poop on the hill. Yes. 100% of the time. I We don't have these in the South, to my knowledge, but Jeff has a plethora of them in upstate New York. And if you're someone that is from like Jersey, New York, um, they also did these in Ohio and Pennsylvania, you will 100% know what I'm talking about. In the first 25 years, like 1900 to like 1920 something, they, Sears used to ship people houses, which just the concept of that blows my mind. But also when you see them, you know exactly what they are because they all look alike, but maybe like a slightly different color. There's a street in... Uh, Syracuse, where I'm from, that has, I don't know, it's uh, the whole street is these s- small, you know, one family homes on the smaller side. If you pay careful attention, every house, there's, there's four or five different, what's it called? Facades. If you mm-hmm. look at them from the front and some of them might have an addition on the side or a porch or, or a porch or whatever. But you realize that this whole street is just that they're all very similar. Um, and the story behind them is they were sold by Sears and delivered by rail car. And that is the story. And I saw an article on it with a picture of an ad from one of the 1916 houses, which, by the way, nine hundred and thirty eight dollars is the price that you're paying for the home. Um, and to buy the plans for the home, because I guess you buy them separately, is $1. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you get the one dollar. Lily, pipe down. Lily's very excited about the homes. Lily. No, there's probably a doodle. There's a doodle across the street. Lily has beef with doodles. Too happy or something. I don't know. Um, okay, so fascinated by this. So the one that was $938 is a four-bedroom house. It's got kitchen, dining room, living room, what they call a reception hall, which I assume means like Fancy. a den. Fancy. Or the yeah. A porch, a roof, and whatever. The fascinating thing is they would ship these and I can't imagine how they ship them. And then your neighbors would help you build your house and it would come with like all of these random, like the nails, the screws. So it's like building an Ikea desk, Uh but you're building a house. Yeah. This is blowing my mind. Uh, You would have to have some skill, right? Because- well, they sell. They sold seventy thousand of them, or maybe not. I guess maybe you would just piece it together if the plumbing, because there would be no basement, right? right? So you're building it on a slab. So all of the plumbing and electric could be pre-placed in the walls, and then you would just fit it together at the at the corners. I right? think Sears was onto something. I want to know one why they stopped doing that. I wonder if it was like liability or things just got too expensive to ship like that. But that just seems amazing to me. For $10,000, I would buy a build-it-yourself house. Could you imagine? um, And I'm saying 10,000 because of today, by today's prices. The anxiety that you would feel, because every time you finish assembling an an Ikea bookshelf or whatever, um, you always end up with a couple extra bolts. Hmm, are these important? (laughs) Can you imagine if you had a couple extra screws or bolts like for your house and you're like, is the roof going to fall in? Does it show what the plans look like? Yeah. You want to see it? Is it similar to how an Ikea plan is where you would go through (laughs) and first sort out everything? So they would have a whole bunch of nails that are labeled. They're like, here is wall A. Yeah. But these are B. So when you're looking at the direction, it says fasten wall A or fasten wall three to wall four using 26 letter B nails. I mean, I can't even wrap my head around it. Anyways, this is a picture of the house. It's so nice. I think we should go back to this. Is Sears still, Sears is out of business, right? I think so. This is neat. That's a fancy one. The ones. It's $986. It looks like a Victorian. It looks like a, well, I was going to say it looks like a Sears house because it's exactly, exactly what it looks like. I want a reception hall. I noticed on Instagram on Sunday that Apostrophe posted the upside. They posted a clip of our show on their Instagram. And I thought that was so cool. Our ad partner, Apostrophe? That ad partner, Apostrophe. And I just, brands don't typically do that. Normally you provide all the content to the brand. So I thought it was so neat that one, they listened to the show. Two, they linked the show and apparently liked the ad. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Thank you, Apostrophe, and thank you to all of our ad partners on the upside. You guys are the best. This time of year always gets me in the moods for some good old-fashioned spring cleaning. And you can tackle one of your spring cleaning micro-anxieties with Caraway. Okay, there is no need for the 16-piece sets that are like taking over your whole kitchen. Our kitchen space is valuable, okay? Caraway has taken the need for all of those pods and pans and made six wonderful 
pots and pans, and that is really all you need. It will be so much easier to store, and they are the most gorgeous pots and pans I have ever seen in my life. We have a set that I love. I think it's so beautiful. I just saw on their Instagram account recently that they have this really beautiful, like dark blue navy color with gold hardware. Oh my gosh, it is so gorgeous. And if that wasn't enough, Caraway's high quality ceramic coated kitchenware is free of PTFE, such as Teflon, lead, and other toxic materials. It comes in a wide variety of shades, and it is so much better than having all of those chemicals in your food. I have been a Caraway customer for over a year now. I absolutely love their products. And I'm not the only one. Over 40,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 or use the code upside 10 at checkout. Caraway non-toxic cookware made modern. Can you name the most popular answers to five items you might find on a work desk? What about five occasions where people might give a gift or five types of insurance? The most popular answers only. That's the point of Fun Frenzy Trivia. It's a mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories, including music, animals, TV, celebrities. If you choose the most popular answers to each question and beat the clock, you move forward to the next level. Sounds simple, but the questions are going to get harder over time. If you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get hints and beat the level. If you are a trivia addict, if you love trivia, if there is not a trivia night in your town that you have not been to, then you'll love Fun Frenzy Trivia. Fun Frenzy Trivia is an exciting brand new game on the App Store from the creators of the number one trivia app, Trivia Star. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia today to challenge yourself. I will warn you, and this is from my own personal experience, it is addicting. Just go to the Apple or Google store and search for Fun Frenzy Trivia. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. I would like to read a post that I found on Reddit uh, just because I know it's going to make every woman listening so mad. So mad. And you, uh, by the way, rightfully so. I'm not disagreeing with your anger. I just... I can't believe this is a real person and a real situation, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so this person posts, I think this problem could be the end of my marriage. My husband and I welcomed our first baby three months ago. We've been married seven years now, and we have expanded our family. Everything was going well, and we were in our little newborn bubble of bliss until the hospital bills started coming in. My husband and I, both have full-time jobs, and we split everything financially 50-50. We have one joint account to pay for bills, but everything else is split evenly based on our paychecks. Throughout the duration of my pregnancy, I wanted to have an unmedicated natural birth, but when I hit the 24-hour mark of labor, I caved and got the epidural. My husband had no problem with it. He even encouraged it. But when the bill came, he brought it to me to pay all $8,000 from my personal savings. When I asked why, he said, quote, you're the one that couldn't hold out for a few more hours. Divorce. And he picked up 
Uh, and you jacked up the bill with all of your meds and an extra night at the hospital. That shouldn't have to come out of my savings. Divorce. She flipped out. She goes, I was stunned and I flipped out. I'll spare you the details of what I said. But he responded with, if I wanted luxury, I should expect to pay for all of it. Divorce. I don't even have the words. I have no words. What? This can't, this has to be a creative writing exercise, right? She goes on to ask, do I have a right to feel this way or is he right? Mm. How? Reddit is such an underrated website, but that just really ruffles my feathers. <laughs> Here are your three random things. Oh, Mima's mad. <laughs> Her feathers are so ruffled. I'm not sure how I feel about this because this is not me and I'm 99% sure it's not you, Jeff Dollar. It says that women spend an average of four hours a day primping in some way. Four hours? Not consecutively, but in some way doing something to improve their looks. Mm, I 100% do not. That seems excessive, but it also seems possible. If you take into account, okay, let's, let's immediately subtract an hour of getting ready in the morning and a half hour of getting ready for bed at night. Or, you know what, make it 45 minutes each because an hour seems excessive to get ready, even with mm-hmm. shower makeup and everything. But there, I, I mean, you have had pretty extensive nighttime face routines and yes. stuff. Right? Yes, I do. So that's an hour and a half. That So that takes it down to two and a half total hours. Oh, yeah, that's really impossible. It's... Because then, like, what if you're touching up your makeup in the car? That takes 10 minutes. But, yeah. That seems excessive. I mean, unless they're including a workout in that. Huh. But. Your second random thing is uh, a warning. If you have any summer vacation plans, uh, you might want to skip the snorkeling trip because the California couple is suing a Hawaiian snorkeling couple after they were abandoned in company, the ocean. Company, mean? What did I say? You said a couple. They're suing a couple. The couple is suing a company after they were abandoned in the ocean on an excursion oh during their honeymoon, they took the Lanai Coast snorkeling excursion off the island of Maui in September of 2021. And they spent, you know, time in the water or whatever. At some point, the boat left. How does that they, even, don't you they, have a list? They said there's somebody on the, have you ever seen Home Alone? Yeah. Kevin got left. They counted, the person on the boat said he counted three times. Uh, The first two times he counted 42 people. The third time he counted 44. And then he said, okay, go. Because there are 44. Um, The couple, because it was a snorkeling trip and not a scuba diving trip, they were actually on the surface of the water and watched the boat leave and screamed as it was leaving. But they couldn't. So they ended up uh, swimming to... A, a beach that was quite a ways away. Um, and I think they arranged rocks that said SOS on the sand, but it turns out the, the islands that they escaped to, there were people nearby and they eventually heard voices and were rescued that way. Thank suing God. For, they could die out there. Suing, I would sue too. Suing for 5 million bucks. And your third random thing for today is there is a plastic surgeon in, in New York that went viral because he has a controversial opinion that I 
think he's probably right about. His name is Dr. Gerald Ember. And he said that long distance running makes you age faster. Um, He thinks that it makes your face, like gravity takes a toll on your face because he says, you know, if you're ever running and you look in a movie, you know, where they like slow down people running, your face goes up and down. Like there's nothing to hold it in place while you run. So every time you step, you're working, your face is working against gravity and it will make you look older but that faster. Make, that doesn't make you unhealthy. You're a long distance front of you're healthier in every other way possible. But you just may look a little older than you are. Maybe. Um, I would also say like, you know, probably like sun damage if you're someone that typically goes on runs. So he says like, look, a couple of miles a week is fine. But if you're someone that wants to do like, 10 miles a day or whatever, and you spend your time, you know, long distance running, probably not the best for, to make you look younger and healthier. And also it's really hard on your knees. What if you do your first mile traditionally and your second mile on your hands, you would reverse all of the damage done to your face. On your hands? Oh yeah, you would like just, Uh you know, walk on your hands with your feet up in the air. Yep. There you go. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Some bank employee somewhere is getting fired if they didn't quit on the spot. Customer shows up to the bank. I think think it was in Pennsylvania, but I might be wrong. Customer shows up to the bank and the door is unlocked. There's a set of keys in the door and the door is unlocked. So they walk into the lobby and sit down waiting for a teller to come out. You know how banks are set different now? The tellers are all in the back or Mm -hmm. the office workers are on the back. Uh, Well, trip the alarm because the bank wasn't open for 30 more minutes and the cops showed up. The customer's like, I'm just here waiting for a teller. Turns out that whoever locked up the night before forgot two critical steps. One, lock, and two, take your keys. You know, I feel really bad for this person because I am 100% someone who would leave my keys in the door. That would happen to me because I am so scatterbrained. So I kind of feel for the person. Then you shouldn't, your job shouldn't be locking up the bank if you No, no, it should not be locking up the bank. It also should not be counting people on a snorkeling trip to make sure (laughs) everyone is accounted for. Okay, Callie and Jeff, here's the drama. Lisa Vanderpump, who used to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's moved to her own show that is Vanderpump Rules. It's like in its 10th or 12th season now. So there are two Toms on Vanderpump Rules, Tom and Tom, Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. Tom Schwartz was married for 12 years to Katie. Tom Sandoval has been with the same woman, Ariana, for like 10 years. So another character on the show is Raquel. Raquel, at the end of last season, broke it off with her fiancé and is now a single girl. Well, Raquel, who's newer to the group, first slept with Tom Schwartz after he was in the middle of divorcing his wife, Katie. And she's a friend of the whole group, so no dating or sleeping with each other within the friend group. So then what happened is most recently, apparently, this Raquel also 
did the same thing with Tom Sandoval, who's been with Ariana, Ariana forever. And now everybody is posting Team Ariana all over all of the Instagrams and FaceTimes. There's the story. Don't sleep with your friends' boyfriends. Don't sleep with other people's husbands. <laughs> That's the update. Uh, no, I have beef with the woman who called in today who says that it's better to wear uh, shoes on carpet than your feet. Um, the oils in your feet, uh, wear socks. If you have a concern of yours, um, but absolutely not. Your feet are not as dirty as your shoes. That is absolute nonsense. You walk in restrooms with your shoes on. There's urine on the floor. You walk outside. There could be a million different gross things. Ugh, gross. Bye. Hey, guys. I was calling about the woman who works in Dalton County with the carpet. And, oh, my gosh. I... We are not a household where we take our shoes off on the carpet. However, you know, I do take my shoes off if I'm, like, have been in the hospital that day working or, you know, like, within reason. If you step in something really nasty, like, I'm not going to walk around my house in those shoes. But, like, normal, if you've got your workout shoes on or Uggs or sandals from the pool, like, I don't care if it's on the carpet. And I feel so justified now because I get made fun of from some of my friends who don't wear shoes on their carpet. And you know what? Now I can come back with them and be like, well, you know what? I've got I've got a little bit of dirt from the sidewalk on my carpet, but um, I don't have foot oils. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. Anyways, bye. So I was telling my husband the other day, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to Target. And he's like, what do you get? It? Like, what do we need? I was like, well, I mean, Target kind of tells you what you need, you know? And he goes, oh, I feel that way about Costco. And I'm like, you do, except that's $300 pretty much every single time you go to Costco and it's like, well, this is a good deal. I thought the kids were like this, you know, all these things. And I'm like, yeah, if I go to target and just like meander around and throw some stuff in my cart, like maybe $50, like I'm not going wild. I'll, I'll pick up some stuff at the, the dollar spot, you know? And I'm glad it's like that. Cause I would feel, I would feel like, Oh my gosh, he's going to be mad at me. <laughs> every morning you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.